So everyone who is born again or who has the life of Christ also have a life of the Spirit. He didn't just come to give us his life, he also gave us his Spirit. Seeking self-justification at times is calling for an extension of your delay. Look unto Jesus for a proper interpretation of what you are going through. Then you have a light. Now I want to share something like on the ministry of angels with you. And I title it, Angels on Herand for You. Angels on Herand for you. I like what Christ says. He talks about little children. He says they have angels that behold the, you know, look onto the face of the Father. You know, that little kids, they have angels. Glory to Jesus. Now God has, you know, um, given every one of us in Him um, the angels to minister to us. Hebrew chapter 1 verse 13. The Bible says in verse 13, it said, But to which of the angels has he ever said, Sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool? So, you didn't tell any of the angels that he was talking about Christ, chapter 1, you know. And he said, Are they not? Now, so he started talking about the angels, the responsibility of the angels. Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those who will inherit salvation? And we have inherited salvation, glory to God. Now we are heirs of salvation. The version says, sent to minister to the heirs of salvation. So you have an angel. At least you have an angel. Um, I remember, let me establish this. I mean, I always have understanding of the Bible uh, that I have angels. So there was a day... Um, in my father's house. Then I was still a student. I just got admitted. That was around 2002, 2003. Um, you know, admission delayed and all that. You know, in that particular school because of strike or so and all that. So, I, you know, was watching the TV. You know, the popular comedian was a presidential dinner that time. You know, um, uh, so the comedian was, you know, just... Um, entertaining us, myself and my dad only, in the sitting room. And then while I was listening to what the comedian was saying, my room was very close to the sitting room, the entrance door into our house, you know, the, do- the house then. That my own room, the door was close to the entrance door, the entrance door of our main house, the old house. So the Holy Spirit opened my eyes to see, I saw, I mean, I don't want you to have this wrong perspective that angel is huge or angel is tiny, angel is white, angel has um, 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 feather, one big and heavy feather or two feathers, wings and all those. I know there are spiritual heavenly beings that are described that way. Do you understand? In fact, there are some that are described that they have, you know, like they weave their hair and all that. It's like that in the, old, in the Old Testament and some part of the you know, scriptures. So, but then I don't want you to have all those things. But what I saw that day, I saw that there's something like a huge being staying at that door, you know, protecting me. Now God made me realize that these angels protect me. And I know angels will have been protecting me because I've done all kinds of things like driving 
like I won't say recklessly, but speed. And then sometimes I will, you know, we've gone through things that when mechanics saw our car one day like that, myself and one of my associates, and then he said, How did you people do? He said, Can you see that the tire rod is almost out? That you guys will have just some assorted because that's what is holding this tire. See, different instances, but we know that we serve the Lord. And then we have the angels on guard. There are certain things that we don't know. If we had known, we would have fixed it. But the angels just help, you know, to, to help us to have a safe trip and all those kind of stuff. And that's why I want to share this with you because it's very important. One of the things that spiritual beings like us, you know, we know we're spiritual beings. We are supernatural. We are, you know, um, spirits. We are spirits. We have souls. We live in the body. We must be spiritually sensitive to the things of the Holy Ghost. And one of the things that we must be conscious of is that we have angels on guard. We have angels on herand for us. Angels on herand for us. So Bible describes angels as minister, ministers. They are ministers, they are messengers. The word minister here means messengers. Messengers. Now, he said, are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for, for them who shall be heirs of salvation? Who shall be heirs of salvation? Now, apart from your own angels, you know, you can have one, two, three, you can have more than that. Bible says the angel of God encamp all around those who fear him. The angel of God encamp, that is in the book of Psalm, encamp all around those who fear him. The angel of the Lord. So he encamps all around them to protect them. He encamps all around them to provide for them. He encamps all around them to run errands for them. The angel of the Lord does that. Huh? There have been wars in the Bible, there have been battles where the angels of the Lord intervene, you know, and just, you know, you know, um, dealt with all kinds of oppositions and all kinds of issues. You know, that's Psalm 34 verse 7 there. He said, and the, the angels of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. So the angel of the Lord ministers deliverance to those who fear the Lord. You see, the angel of the Lord ministered deliverance to those who fear the Lord. So that's part of their ministering activities or responsibilities. He said they are all ministering. Are they not all ministering spirits? All of them. They minister to us. Sent forth to minister for those who will inherit salvation. We are the heirs of salvation. If the, if the angel came from the, from the presence of God to minister to Mary, to minister to Mary, you know, in order to conceive Jesus and then be filled with the Holy Ghost overshadowed by the power of the Spirit, alright? They minister to us the ears of salvation. If the angel of the Lord, you know, minister to Zechariah, you remember? And it says Zechariah, the same angel, angel Gabriel, minister to Zechariah. You see, you know, the minister to us. If the angel of the Lord, you know, uh, sends to deliver message to Daniel after he has started fasting from the first day, you see, you know, the minister to us. And another angel was released, the angel Michael had to come, to come and deliver that angel that was arrested, you know, by the principalities and powers of that particular region. Now, as we have powers and principalities in different regions and different, you know, area, different zone and different territory, the same way we have angels in charge of territory that can be deployed and can be engaged, you know, um, in that uh, territory. Glory to God. 
So the Bible says they are ministering spirits. They are servant spirits sent to care for the people who will inherit salvation. And we inherited salvation. So angels are only servant spirits, according to New Living Translation. They are servant spirits. They are your servants. They are my servant. Now, when we're talking about territorial or territory, there are angels in charge of territory. Ezekiel chapter 40, verse 1. If you read from verse 1, you know, our Bible says in Ezekiel chapter 40, verse 1, that in 20, you know, 50 year of our captivity at the beginning of the year, on the 10th day of the month, in the 14th year after the city was captured, on the very same day, the hand of the Lord was upon me and he took me there. Yes. And Bible says, in the visions of God, he took me into the land of Israel and set me on a very high mountain. On it, towards the south, was something like the structure of a city. Yes. And the Bible says, he took me there. And behold, there was a man whose appearance was like the appearance of bronze. He had a line of flax and a measuring rod in his hand. And he stood in the gateway. Verse 4. Bible says, and the man said to me, son of man, look with your eyes. Hear with your ears and fix your mind on everything I show you. For you were brought here so that I might show them to you. Declare to the house of Israel everything you see. Verse 5. And then, now there was a wall all around the outside of the temple. In the man's hand was a measuring rod, six cubits long, each being a cubit and a handbreadth, and he measured the width of the wall structure, one rod and the height, one rod, verse 6. And if you continue to read, he said, Then he went to the gateway which faced the east, and he went upstairs and measured the threshold of the gateway, which was one rod wide, and the other threshold was one rod wide. I mean, he described the city, and he met with an angel, had an encounter in that vision with an angel, who wanted to show him things, and he was measuring things, and you could see that he knew exactly the measurement of what the angels was doing. They had a measuring rod. So there are angels, you know, that are over territories. Just like there could be demons over territories. You see, you engage angels when you speak the word of God. You engage demons when you speak anti-convenantly. When you speak the wrong words. You engage demons. Glory to God. Or when you speak the word of God against the demons. And then they pick race. Exodus chapter 23 verse 20. Let me start from verse 20. Exodus chapter 23, verse 20. God told the Israelites that I'm going to send an angel before you to keep you in the way and to bring you into the place which I have prepared. Can you see? Angel primarily, they are ministering spirits. Jesus Christ came to minister to us. Are you getting what I'm saying? And then he started giving them information concerning that angel. Yes, verse 21. He said, beware of him and obey his voice. Do not provoke him, for he will not pardon your transgressions, for my name is in him. I mean, this angel here is capital A, and you can see the way he's referring to him as him, and it's capital, capital H, capital that, capital this. Now, it's referred to, you know, a special angel, you know. Um, people say it's Jesus Christ, but it's not Jesus Christ, it's the Holy Ghost in the Old Testament. The one who appeared to Abraham with two other angels, you remember three people in Genesis chapter 18, you know, and then he said, God, you know, you know, how will I hide anything? That's God, the Holy Ghost on the earth. Mechidezek is, he neither has parents, a mother, nor father. You know, he had no genealogy. That's God, the Holy Ghost on the earth. 
And I have scripture for it. You know, God the Holy Ghost. The fourth man in the furnace is not Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ never came. He didn't come until the time he came and he was born as a child. Are you getting what I'm saying? That was God the Holy Ghost as a fourth man in the furnace. I want you to have the proper understanding. Now, if you give us Isaiah 63, the one who led the Israelites, you know, it had been, is called Theophanin, the presence of God, the appearances of God in the Old Testament. Theophanin. You know, it's a study of the appearances of God in the Old Testament. Now, there is, there is, um, you know, there was pillar of fire by night and the cloud in the day that led the Israelites, you know, throughout the wilderness. Now, that was God, that's the angel he was referring to in this Exodus. Are you getting what I'm saying? This Exodus 23, you know, verse 20, 21. I'm going to go back there. You see, that was God, the Holy Ghost, the fourth man, the Melchizedek, you know, like that. Those appearances in the Old Testament. That's God, the Holy Ghost. You see, that's God, the Holy Ghost. Now, in Isaiah chapter 53, verse, verse, um, Isaiah chapter 53, let's read from verse 9, thereabouts. We're going to do 9, 10, 11, 13. Isaiah 63. Let's do from verse 7. I will mention the loving kindness of the Lord and the praises of, of the Lord. This is the solution to all the things I just said now. In, according to all that the Lord has bestowed on us and the great goodness towards the house of Israel, which he has bestowed on them according to his mercies, according to the multitude of his loving kindness. Verse 8. Bible says, For he said, Surely they are my people, children who will not lie. So he became their savior. Verse 9. In all their affliction he was afflicted. And the angel of his presence saved them. Can you see that? So, I mean, I mean, there was no name for this angel. Gabriel was named. Michael was named. Every other one that, you know, had name. But this one had no name. And he had a capital A. It's the Holy Ghost operating in the Old Testament. He said, the angel of his presence saved them. In his love. And in his pity, he redeemed them. And he bore them and carried them all the days of old. Now take note of this. Verse 10. The Bible says, But they rebelled and grieved his Holy Spirit. That's the angel of his presence. His Holy Spirit. So he turned himself against them as an enemy. And he fought against them. You see that. Let's leave that. Let's quickly go to Exodus. And then you understand it better now. In Exodus chapter 20 verse 20. 23 verse 20. And so he said, Behold, I send an angel before you to keep you in the way and to bring you into the place which I have prepared. So you have the Holy Ghost as the hack minister inside you. The Holy Ghost who coordinates the angels' activities and coordinates the human activities, the earthly activities according to the will of God inside you. So he said, Beware of the Holy Ghost, obey the Holy Ghost's voice, and do not provoke him, for he will not pardon your transgression, for my name is in him. Yes. And the Bible says, But if you indeed obey his voice and do all that I speak, then I will be an enemy to your enemies and an adversary to your adversary. Yes? I said, For my angels will go before you and bring you into the land of all these people, Amorites, Jebusites, Perizzites, Canaanites, Visites, Hittites, and um, Evites, and I will call them off. So it's, it's going to fight on your behalf. Yes? And the Bible says, You shall not bow down to their gods, and all that, but you shall utterly overthrow them and completely break down their sacred pillars. Yes? It says, so you will serve the Lord your God and he will bless your bread and your water and I will take sickness away from the midst of you. 
So the Lord, you see, is the God of Holy Ghost. All right, the God of Holy Ghost. That's the angel there. Now I wanted to show. I want to show you something in Acts chapter sixteen, verse twenty. There is need for us to always, you know, when we when we minister to the Lord. Excuse me. When we minister to the Lord, we engage our angels. Look at it. And they brought them to the magistrates and said, this is when they arrested Paul and Silas. Do you remember? You know, they were preaching and then there was a lady who was saying, these are the servants of the Lord. You know, he was using the spirit of darkness to, you know, um, you know, announce, you know, Paul and um, Silas. And uh, Paul got very uneasy and he was, you know, tired of all the ladies, uh, you know, commendation and all that. And he rebuked his, you foul spirit, get out! And Bible says, and master now discovered that they've lost that spirit and then the hope of all their money they will be making another that's gone so they arrange and then they arrested them and send them to jail so these men being jews have seemingly trouble our city yes verse verse 21 and they teach customs which are lawful which are not lawful for us being romans to receive or observe yes then the multitude rose up against them and then to cut the long story short they put them in the prison. Go to verse 24. Bible says, they lay hands on them, having received such a charge, they put them in the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks. Yes, verse 25. But at midnight, you see, but at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Now, this is one of the ways to engage your angels, to send them on errands. When you minister to the Lord, they minister to you. When you minister to the Lord, the angels minister to you. When you speak the word of God, they carry out the word of God. Are you getting what I'm saying? You just need to know that the angels are on errand, are on errand for you. And you can deliberately send them on errand, you know, for yourself. So suddenly there was a, a great earthquake. And so that the foundation of the prison was shaken. And then immediately all the doors were opened. And everyone's chains were loose. Yes. And the Bible says, and the keeper of the prison... On and on and on like that. Now, there was another particular case in the scripture where James was killed and then Peter was kept, you know, till after Passover to be killed by Herod. And then Bible says the church prayed in the book of Acts. Bible says the church prayed and then they prayed. And then the angel showed up in the prison and Bible says he smote Peter. He smote Peter and then Peter woke up. I'll be glad if you can locate that particular chapter. You know, and the Peter woke up, and then Peter, you know, followed the angel, and followed the angel, you see, and then followed the angel. Bible says, and he went out and followed him, and did not know that that what, that, that what was done by the angel was real, but thought he was seeing a vision. And then, next verse, verse, verse 10, yes, Acts chapter 12. When they were past the first and the second guard post, they came to the iron gate that led to the city, which opened to them of his own accord, and they went out and went down one street, and immediately the angel departed from him. Glory to God. So the angels are invisible ministering spirits that can show up to save you, to rescue you, to take care of you. Or many times I've had a counter with ministration or intervention, I've received intervention of the angels. I remember when we were in secondary school, you know, and um, um, was school of science together with my, with my cousin, so we went to do administration uh, for one reason and all that, and then we were going back, so there was a, a particular ethnic clash, you know, around 
that place. So between the place where we went to another side of town to another side of town, so in between, there are two towns that were fighting themselves. So we have to go, you know, through a particular place that we almost got lost. And one elderly man just showed up, you know, and told us and said, where are we going? Ah, you people are students of social school. I said, okay, this is the way, this is the way, this is the way. And he took us, okay, you people should come. And we followed him. And so we asked him, said, Papa, where is your place? And he said, I live around here. It wasn't specific. Everything was doing with us. It wasn't specific except the road. It was specific on the road. So when you go like this, branch like this, and you go like this, and you get to where you're going. And then we said, Baba, where do you tell? I mean, we just like to appreciate him, you know, maybe when next we are passing or whatever and all that. And it wasn't specific. I just live around here. So by the time we started going, looking back like this, we can't find Baba again. Glory to Jesus. We knew that day that it was an intervention of angel. My cousin is still alive. He is a living witness. Glory to Jesus. So I have seen different kinds. Sometimes angels appear as human beings to just come and help you. Somebody just show up and give you money. Somebody just show up and show you the way. Somebody just show up and probably, you know, take you out of that obscurity, give you one very important information. Angels are always on hand. The Holy Ghost can use anybody for you. You could use unbelievers. You could use believers. You could use elderly people. You could use... I mean, when I go, to, when I get to the kinds of angels that we have, you will understand it, you know, much more better. So, angels simply means a messenger, someone who is dispatched as deputy, you know, to actually carry out certain activities on your behalf. There, and don't forget that for every messenger, there is a message. There is a message. So, all the angels, um, one way or the other, have message to deliver to you, just like. When Daniel started praying, an angel was sent to deliver a parcel to Daniel. You see. So, let's quickly look at four classes of angels. Number one, Elohim, the Holy Spirit, God, is referred to as the angel. As an angel. That's Hebrew chapter 1, verse 4. Hebrew chapter 1, verse 4. Hebrew chapter 1, verse 4. And Bible says, having become so much better than the angels, that's Elohim. It's plural for God. Elohim. The plural for God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And it says, And he has by inheritance obtained a more excellent, a more excellent, a more excellent, having become so much better than the angels, as he has by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. That is, this is not the, the place. The Bible says, He was made a little lower than the angels. Alright? I mean, when he says he was made a little lower, these angels here are the common, the general angels. And I'll go to chapter 2, verse 5. For he has not put the words to come, of which we speak, in suggestion to angels, but one testified in a certain place, saying, What is man that you are mindful of him, or the son of man that you take care of him? You have made him a little lower than the angels. So the angels here is the one Elohim, the plural, God. You have crowned him with glory and honor, and set him over the works of your hands. You have put all things in subjection under his feet. That's talking about Jesus, and talking about us in him. For in that he puts all the things under, under him, he left nothing that is not put under him. But now we do not see all things put under him, but we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels. Can you see the Elohim? So God that's what the Bible says in the book of Philippians chapter 2, if you read from verse 5. He said, he did not think it to be robbery, to be equal with God. He humbled himself 
and he became obedient to death. He humbled himself, he lowered himself, he left all the glory, left all the heaven, humbled himself, he came into humanity, and then he became humble uh, to death. You see that. If you read forward, you see all the details there. So the number one class that is referred to as angel in the Bible is God. God, the Holy Spirit. Are you getting what I'm saying? God the Father, God the Son. God the Holy Spirit, God the Father, God the Son. So you can see the same thing in Psalm 8 verse 5. I've read Isaiah 63, 9 to 10 to you, which was talking about the angel of his presence, the Holy Spirit. And I've read Exodus chapter 23, verse 20 to 23, you know, to you. The same thing you can see in Exodus chapter 14, verse 19. Exodus chapter 14, verse 19. The first class of angel is God. It says, And the angel of God who went before the camp of Israel moved and went behind them. And the pillar of cloud went from before them and stood behind them. Can you see that? So that's the angel of God. Referring to the God of Holy Ghost. Number two, human beings. Human beings. Human beings are also referred to as angels. Second Samuel chapter 14 verse 17. Second Samuel chapter 14 verse 17. Bible says, your maid servant said, the word of my Lord the King will now be comforting. For as the angel of God, so is my Lord the King in discerning good and evil. And may the Lord your God be with you. You know, 19 verse 27. That same second Samuel 19 verse 27. 19 verse 27. So king here, you know, being referred to as the angel. And he has slandered your servants to my lord, the king. But my lord, the king, is like the angel of God. Therefore, do what is good in your eyes. So that means the king was in a position, you know, to be of help, to minister to needs of the people. First Samuel 29 verse 9. Human beings are referred to as angels. Pastors are referred to as angels in the book of Revelation chapter 1 verse 2 to the angel of God, you know, in Sardis, to the angel of God at Pagamos, to the angel of God at different levels like that. So pastors too are referred to as angels. So human beings are referred to as angels. First Samuel 29 verse 9, it said, Then Archis answered and said to David, I know that you are as good as in my, in my sight as an angel of God. Nevertheless, the princes of the Philistines have said, he shall not go up with us to the battle. So you can see, refer to human men as the angel of God. Galatians chapter 4 verse 14. Galatians chapter 4 verse 14. Bible says, And my trial which was in my flesh, you did not despise or reject, but you received me as an angel of God, even as Christ Jesus. This is Paul speaking to the Galatians, that they've received him as the angel of God, even as Christ Jesus. Can you see that? As an angel of God, even as Christ Jesus. You know, number two, number three category, or the class of the angel, the meaning of angel, is demons, fallen angels. Fallen angels. Second Corinthians chapter 11 verse 14. Second Corinthians chapter 11 verse 14. But I want us to concentrate on the number fourth class, the fourth class of angel. You know, and no wonder, for Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. Can you see that? Demons. They pretend like an angel of light. Alright? Jude chapter 1 verse 6. Jude chapter 1 verse 6. Bible says in Jude chapter 1 verse 6, And the angels who did not keep their proper domain, but left their own abode, he has reserved in everlasting chains, under darkness for the judgment of the great day. Can you see that? So those who did not keep their proper domain, they went beyond their boundaries. 
Don't forget that one third of the angels of God, you know, rebelled and then they went with devil and then they are the ones referred to as demons. They are fallen angels. The number four category is the ministering spirits themselves. The, the, the angels, the supernatural beings that move around. Hebrew chapter 1 verse 1 to 14. You can read that by yourself. You get the details. Hebrew 2, 1 to the end. You can read that by yourself. You get the details. Matthew chapter 4 verse 11. Let's just read Matthew chapter 4 verse 11. Because of time. You know, Bible says, Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to the Lord. Ministered to Jesus. This is after he has conquered all the temptations of the devil. The angels came to minister to him. You remember when he was in that um, Gethsemane, when he went to pray, before he was actually arrested, Bible says that he ministered and the sweats that came from his body, you know, was that of the blood. And the scripture says the angels strengthened him. The angels strengthened him. Now, Jesus' ministry was not without the angels. In any prayer meeting, angels are there to deliver answers. There was a time that Jesus Christ was teaching. The Bible says he was teaching with so much authority that the power of God was present to heal. As the teaching is there, revelation is there, the power of God is also present to heal. The angels are in that environment to cause healing. Explosive, supernatural explosion. Glory to God. You see, the power of God was present, you know, to heal. Now, your angels could have been there, lying fallow, doing nothing, jobless. But when you worship the Father, and you minister to the Lord, you see the angels, you know, responding, and then going on errands for you. Glory to Jesus. Angelic intervention includes intercession, feeding, strengthening. You remember there was a, an angel that brought food for, you know, was fed by raven. Raven was more or less like an, an angel there who came and then feed um, Elijah, you remember? And it was fed. So the angelic intervention includes, you know, safety, security, deliverance, just like we have read, freedom, you know, revelation, opening your eyes to see visions, you know, intercessions, feeding, strengthening, and then empowerment, fighting, winning, um, like good news caster, like they came to tell, you know, Mary, fighting and winning wars, resurrection agency, harvesting, and publicity. The angels can publicize you. The angels can publicize your business. They can publicize, you know, and you know, orchestrate your promotion for publicity, for harvesting, harvest of souls. In fact, Bible referred to them in the book of Luke chapter 10. It said, pray that the Lord of the harvest, you know, will send, you know, um, Luke chapter 10 verse, verse 1. Can you give us Luke chapter 10? Yes. He said, and he said to them, the harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. These laborers are not just men, also angels that will make the job very easy for men. Now, there's a book called Angel on Assignment. I recommend it for you. Go and get it and read it. Angel on Assignment. There was a particular story where a man was trying to, you know, take Bible into a particular territory, into a particular country. A communist or something, dominated country, a communism. And then, you know, Bible not allowed, you know, Christianity not allowed, 
probably an Islamic country, you know, I, I can't remember the particular country. And then through the border, through the customs, the custom could not see the Bible in the vehicle. And then somebody came in into the vehicle or something and took the thing, you know, past the border. And then different kind of occurrences of angel. A man of God was believing God for money. And then somebody just stretched money from the window and gave it. I read this story live. It happens to a man of God, I think in India, in one of, maybe Pakistan or one of those countries. And then $20,000 was given to the man in a brown envelope. The angel of the Lord showing work and showing people mercy. And as we engage God in prayer, in worship, in ministering to the Lord, these angels run errands. When we speak the word of God, they run errands. Could it be the reason why your angels are jobless and they are not delivering things on your behalf? And it looks like, how I wish, and they are wishing that you could understand this. And they are wishing that you could say this. And they are wishing that you could declare this. And they are wishing that you should present your request with thanksgiving. And they are wishing that you should do this. You should take steps so that they can move on your behalf. But they can't because you are not worshipping. You are not exercising your faith. You are not speaking the word of God. You are not ministering to the Lord. And you need to be doing that. You see, so that you can enjoy their publicity, you can enjoy harvesting, you can enjoy the taking over of a territory, you can enjoy resurrection, you can enjoy, they are like resurrection agents. They are, they are resurrection agents, they are good newscaster. You know, so that you can receive safety, you can walk in freedom, you know, you are delivered, and then they encamp all around you, protect you, you know, make things work for you. The way they hide your fire, they can bring it out to give your boss to sign. That's the, that's the ministry of the angels. Where you cannot go physically, they go there on your behalf. That's the ministry of angels. They protect. They, you know, you, 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 you must be conscious of these spiritual beings that have been attached to you. It's quite important. Alright? It's quite important. So how do I engage my angels, you know, for divine interventions to gain territorial, to gain territory, to advance, for protection, for advancement, for blessing, for security, for freedom, for resurrection agency, for harvesting, for publicity, for all that. How? By speaking in tongues. When we speak in tongues, you know, Bible referred to tongues as the tongue of angel. First Corinthians chapter 13 verse 1. First Corinthians chapter 13 verse 1. First Corinthians chapter 13. He said, do I speak with the tongue of men and of angels? But I've not love, I have become a sounding brass and a clanging cymbal. Now, what I want you to take note is the tongue of men is understanding what you prophesy. That's why I say prophesy. The one they can understand, the language they can, you speak in English, you speak in Igbo, you speak in Aramic, you speak in uh, uh, Latin, you speak in uh, uh, Arabic, you speak in Yoruba, you speak in uh, Hausa, you speak in Ibibio, you speak in Iduma. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, the people that came from that particular environment will understand. We'll understand. You speak French. The French people, the Frenchman or French-speaking person will understand. So that's the language of man. The language of angels' tongues is tongue. So the more you speak in the Holy Ghost, your angels, you are speaking mysteries. And then they understand the mysteries. You see that? They understand the mysteries. Then the second one is that you must learn to confess your faith. First Corinthians chapter 14 verse 1 to 2. Let's go to 1 Corinthians. Let me just, the first one, let's, let's, let's see it. First, first one. 
First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 1. He said, Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. Verse 2, he said, For he who speaks in the, in the tongue does not speak to men, but to God. For no one understands him. However, in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. You see that? He speaks mysteries. And then when you prophesy, angels also run errands, but men also will understand. When you prophesy, say, by the Spirit, you are moved by the Spirit to speak words of power. You are healed. Doors are open unto you. It's the angels that will go and open the doors. Men will say amen to align with you. The angels will go and open the doors. Glory to God. You are healed. The angels will perfect. The healing department, you know, in the spirits, the angels responsible, the doctor angels, the nurses angels will perfect it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I've had a dream before that I saw an angel who came to treat my body. And told my mom in the dream that I should not be allowed to take particular fruits. I, I, glory to God. And then I woke up. I was wondering. Hallelujah. And I love the fruits. Glory to God. Glory to God. So that, that as we prophesy and declare, we speak the tongues of angels. You know, as we speak to men prophesying, we also command the angels to run errands. They are the ones that will execute most of the things we declare with our mouth. Glory to God. So that leads me to the second point, which is confession of faith. Which is confession of faith. When Jude 20 says, pray, build on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost or praying in the Spirit, as you pray to an extent, you now understand, you have an idea, you have a revelation from God, and that revelation is the, the God's commitment to you concerning that matter, and then you take it and, you know, and make confession out of it, and you now declare that confession, I'm the head and all the tail, I'm blessed going out, coming in, and the angel of the Lord for safety or safe journey will go out with you and come in with you or go ahead of you to make all the crooked paths straightened in the name of Jesus and clear the way for you. It's clear the way of, you know, clear the way for you to be free from armed robbery, kidnapping, all kinds of accidents because you have declared, because it has been revealed to you that my going and my coming in is blessed. And then you declare it. So because it's been revealed to you that, you know, by his stripes you are healed. So each time they are saying, by my stripes I'm healed. And then the angels of the Lord that minister to Jesus, the angels of the Lord minister to your body and vitalizes it. Glory to God. You see, they vitalize your body. Glory to Jesus. You see that. Now, speaking in tongues, number one, number two, confession of your faith. Speaking the word of God, that's confession of your faith. They respond to the word of God. They respond to the word of God. The last one is they respond to the prophetic, supernatural release of words in a natural or understanding language. They respond to the word of God. They respond. They also respond to our worship. As we worship the Lord, you know, we are moved to prophesy. As we worship and minister to the Lord, we are moved to exercise our faith. So those things, when we do them, know that there are angels that are standing by to respond to us, to run errands for you. For angels are running errands for you. And I want you to say boldly, say, I have angels. They all encamp around me for my safety, for my you know, promotion, for my advancement, for my increase. In the name of Jesus, they are from today. I engage them. I deploy them on my behalf. They make things happen easily for me. They defend my cause in the name of Jesus that I declare by the power of the Holy Spirit. I have become healthy. I have, I have become healthy. I'm blessed. I'm lifted. I'm rich. I am super rich. I'm wealthy. I'm successful. I'm super successful. In the name of Jesus, I'm prosperous. Thank you, everlasting Father. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. I am not in any lack. All my needs are met. 
accommodation need, venue need, property need, all those needs met in the name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. Let's begin to thank God and give him praise. I've finished my message. I'm sure you've been blessed. Glory to God. I couldn't read all that I have here because I know it's quite important and they are so enormous. And I don't want to take your time. Just begin to thank God and give him praise. Give him praise. God can use men for you as your angels. God can use men for you as your angels. Holy Ghost is also there for you as the angel. Alright? And then demons ought to be cast out because they cause trouble. And then the angels, the ministering spirits are there to run around for you. Thank you everlasting father. They are more or less like, in Jesus mighty name we have prayed. Let me tell you something. They are more or less like dispatch riders. You know? When you, when you order for things, you know, in the spirit, by prayer and all that, they are the dispatch riders that will come and deliver the package. Glory to God. You see, you can send them on errand, you can receive, you know, what has been sent to you through them. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray that you strengthen your, your children, you bless them, you empower them. Let them become so much conscious of the angels of God in, you know, in charge. The angels running errands for them. And I pray that as we worship, as we speak in tongues, as we prophesy, as we exercise our faith in the name of Jesus, we receive more interventions of angels. We receive, you know, we engage these angels in the mighty name of Jesus. Everything fall into pleasant places for us, you know, in our favor, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. And I want to give you an offering before I finish that prayer. You know, I want you to give your offering, give, you know, foreign currency. If you want to give foreign currency, just, you know, transfer, use that swift code, and then look at it. If you want to give tight, make sure you're a tighter. It's very important. And then give your offering. 10% minimum is your tight. And then you can give more than that as God leads you. You know, that shows that it's from your heart of heart, love. Just honor God and separate the first parts of your money that you have received as income or salary or whatever. And use it to honor God. So you want to do Thanksgiving offering and then, you know, maybe any project that is in church that is running now, just transfer it to the first account. The partnership is the second one in the name of Jesus. And I believe that God is blessing you. For the last one, we are special global project has to do with maybe all the facilities we are building all over the places. So you can be part of it as well. May God bless you in the name of Jesus. Let's pray. Father Lord, I commit these people into your hands. Lord, as from today, angels are dispatched on your behalf. They are running errands. As you decide as from today to speak, to worship, to prophesy, to pray in tongues, and to speak in tongues, to speak in the spirit, and to prophesy, to worship, to speak God's word, to confess the word of God, the angels running errands on your behalf, and your life will never remain the same again in Jesus' name. I pray that as you are giving unto God, as you are worshiping him with your substance, your tithe, your pledges that you, you are redeeming in the name of Jesus, and then your offering, thanksgiving offering, and every other thing you are giving unto God, you are blessed. You are lifted. You are empowered. Thank you, everlasting Father. So in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. God bless you. Thank you very much. We know you have been blessed by the insightful teaching of God's word and impartation of God's spirit by Pastor Tokwe Awufisayo, brought to you by Communion Christian Center. For more information on how to be a partner and others, contact 80 
8047 you can also download more messages for free at www.communioncc.org. Remain blessed as you fulfill your destiny in Jesus' name. Amen.